Well, hey, happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to the CCS Weekly Podcast. My name is Isaiah Babcock, and I'm the College and Singles Minister at Cross City Church in Euless, Texas. In this week's episode, I'm excited for y'all to meet my friend Hannah McMullen. Hannah and I met about a year ago at our midweek service, and we've connected over things like movies, games, and most importantly, Jesus. She's an amazing artist in the DFW area with a wide array of skills in both digital and traditional media. And today I picked her brain about everything from Christian summer camps to what's next in the world of animation. If you're new to our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us. We post new episodes every Monday, and we would love to hear your feedback as we continue to shape what this podcast looks like in the future. Thanks again for listening. Have a blessed week. Now on to the episode. But I'm excited today to have my friend, um, the lovely, the talented, and one of my best friends on Pokemon Go, uh, literally, Hannah. Thanks for being here. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Um, so one of, we've been having this kind of... In light of the award season, having a bunch of artists, people that are just gifted in the arts on. We had Ryan Slay on last week. We had Dylan and Jordan Swingle on the week before. Um, but I'm excited. Thanks for coming today. Um, Hannah is a very, very talented uh, artist. And yeah, so, that's what you call it. <laughs> what would you What would you say? Oh, well, we can call it that. I'm fine with being called talented. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, so if you, if you go do a deep dive on your Instagram or anything like that, there is just floods of, of, of great work. And so um, you work for Art Studios. Is that the name of it? Yeah, it's called The Art House. The Art um, House. Studio Art House. Um, we're both in Art Studio, and um, we teach, like, various lessons. We, You know how a lot there's, like, painting with a twist, like, a lot of places that are okay. really, like, casual? We really really try to like actually learn things and really dive deep while still being able to have fun. And so we have a lot of those like fun experiences while still being able to like really learn a lot of the materials. Now y'all do, and y'all do lessons for like all ages, right? Mm -hmm. I was looking up, you're at the South Lake location. Mm -hmm. And so like, so is there the people that work there? Is it all kinds of arts? Do you have a certain focus that you do? My youngest student is three years old. My oldest is 85. Oh, wow. Yeah. So very broad range. My specialty is all of the cartoon and animation classes. Um, since my background is in kind of the animation industry, Mm -hmm. um, but we have kids and adults of all ages. I actually take classes with some of my other, um, the other teachers who work there um, so that I can learn because we have so many different specialties and skills that we That's offer. That's awesome. Yeah. So how did you, how did you get into any of that? Like, where'd you go to school? How did you get into any of this? What, <laughs> like, give me the background on this. Cause I hear that stuff. And as mm-hmm. someone, I don't think I've ever even told you this, me and a couple of my friends like attempted to be animators you and, did car- tell me about and this. like we took our stuff to comic con one uh-huh. time and we're extremely humbled at how talented we were not yeah um, so how did you get into it sure so um my education is a long and weird one i actually originally went um to school basically majoring in journalism okay um especially i was interested in fiction but i was also looking into nonfiction. um pretty quickly realized i didn't like that um and i went into theology so my first major was biblical literature um and after a few years of doing that and kind of praying about it um god sort of grabbed me by my heart and showed me um, what his actual plan was instead of the plan I thought that I wanted and um, headed off to animation school where I fully expected to flunk out. Um, So that was the Savannah College of Art and Design. Um, Started off in animation and eventually specialized into storyboarding, visual Mm -hmm. storytelling. Um, So I got to learn from a lot of really talented people who worked with Disney and um, DC, Marvel, DreamWorks, basically all of the major studios and publication houses you can imagine I got got to learn from them, which was really, really cool. So like... Like, what is that like, though? Getting to be <laughs> like, I, I'm hearing that, and I'm just like, wow, that like that's that's the that's the dream. Yeah, you know? really just was. getting. What was 
Biblical literature? Yep, that was my first major. What what does someone do with that? I don't know. I still never found out. Most of the people who I went in that major with, they ended up in the ministry or going to seminary or various things like that. Um, but basically, just for three years, I really dug deep into the Bible, especially looked at culture and languages and kind of what the background is for that, um, and got to learn more about God and you know what he says in the Bible. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so through all of that, through all the different kinds of yeah. trainings that you have, like, what's your favorite kind of art? Or just like, what's yeah. your favorite? You know, is it animation? Is it mm-hmm. painting? I don't know. What, what is yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I adore animating, um, but I don't know that it's been something that I've pursued as much. Animating mm-hmm. is boring. Like, you end up just staring at the same thing. You have to draw it so many times. Okay. So... When I told you about me and my friends, uh, we spent a whole summer, uh-huh. and our finished product was a seven-minute yes. trailer. Yes, and that that's was good not, for one summer. That was not good. I mean, uh-huh. it, and it wasn't, like, <laughs> it is cringy. Like, mm-hmm. I, I hope it's not still floating out there on YouTube somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, like, you would. You would spend, I would spend hours, and, like, mm-hmm. you would, you know, run it, and it'd be like, Sweet. That's a great looking five seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a boring thing, but it, yes. but it is really cool. Yeah. So I adore animating, but it's also like you just need time. It gets boring. So I probably more prefer kind of the world of um, like getting to tell stories, really mm-hmm. any kind of visual storytelling. Um, storyboarding was my specialty, um, but sometimes I ran into the same problem with animation. Um, yeah, really anything where it's really narrative driven, I really got into. So That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, you have any dreams, any any goals that you haven't achieved yet? Like, where do you want to go with I mean, this all? I mean, you can talk to God about that. He's the one who's <laughs> making enough. it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just along for the ride. Um, for now, I'm really happy um, being at the art house, getting to learn, um, spending time really figuring out out what God wants for me and really growing as an artist. Who am I outside of the classroom? Um, I graduated two years ago and I'm still spending a lot of time figuring out what my voice is. Yeah. Um, and so I think God is starting to show me what that vision is. But honestly, I, I he gets to choose. I have no idea what's coming up next. That, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we even move on, if anybody is interested, regardless of age, like I said, because mm-hmm. any time, right? Yeah. Um, how would they get involved with uh, the art house? Uh, we have a website. It's the studioarthouse.com. Okay. Um, we're working on we're about to launch a really cool new website that's going to list things really, really nicely. Um, and it's it's going to list all the different classes. Um, we have tons of locations. Well, not tons. We have three different locations um, and lots of events and cool. Um, we had just had Tony Couch come. He's a famous watercolor yeah. painter. He like literally wrote the book. Um, and he just came and did a big workshop last week. So it's always cool new things happening. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. We also definitely go check that out. We'll have links in the descriptions there if y'all are interested mm-hmm. um, in the art house. Yes. All right. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me. You, you've, you've made mention about it, and, and one of the things that I admire extremely about you, Hannah, is your just your willingness to let God lead your life and direct your life. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me about. Is it? Oh gosh, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Okay, Canacook? Yeah. Okay, so you worked for Canacook Camps. That's up in like Branson, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me about that. How long did you do that for? Sure. So um, I always went to Canacook as a camper. It was okay. just you know my parents are from Texas, so Christian sports that was that was the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was terrible, 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 terrible. Um, and so one summer I was like, hey, now that I'm old, I should go work for Canacook. Um, I ended up that was the year that I got like really sick. I have a chronic illness, and I got incredibly sick. And I was with these seven year olds like trying to carry them up hills, and I was like. <laughs> trying not to vomit so I was honestly terrible oh gosh <laughs> yeah it was not my best thing that I've ever done um but I I love that God gave me the opportunity to love on kids and really um 
experience what it was like, you know, being a counselor and mm-hmm. getting to take care of the kids that I once was. So it was a good perspective. For they've me. been. I was looking it up. Like they've. This is their ninety third year. Mm-hmm. Like they've been going since it was like nineteen twenty six yeah. or whatever it was. Um, and and I never I never win. I, I those kind of things. I didn't grow up doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was saved just a little over five years ago. Um, but I was looking into it before before we came in today, and I was mm-hmm. like. They, I guess they, the kids come in and they're like sorted into their areas, or I don't know if this was then, okay. but like counselors are coming. It's almost, yes. it, it looks like you're at Hogwarts yes. and like you're getting put into different ca- yeah. you know, cabins or camps. Mm-hmm. And like these counselors are coming up, grabbing the kids, yes. running off with them. It, it seems like it's a really, um, a, a really cool thing. And it, so. it was a great program, and I'm glad I got to be part of it. Yeah, <laughs> the but it's not just there. Like you, you have such a servant's heart. What are like we? You're always asking me, like, hey, you know, where's areas we can serve? What are different places that we can do with our groups? Mm-hmm. Um, like, where do you find yourself volunteering your time often? I mean, honestly, like I said, it's it's up to God. He kind of figures out where the holes are and lets me fill them. Um, but I've I've always been drawn to really anybody who feels voiceless. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm very passionate about giving voices to the voiceless, um, whether that's you know right here in in Ulis or whether that's internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, really, anything that feels like it's being forgotten or um, not looked at, I, I really enjoy trying to bring that to the spotlight and show how valuable things are. Um, so I, I'm constantly driven to kids and working with them. Um, but really anything from animals, the ecosystem, minorities, all of that, I'm, I'm very passionate about right. it. Anybody that isn't getting enough um, attention that God loves, I'm like, all right, let, let's give it some extra attention. What uh, What's your favorite part about serving like in animal shelters? Sure. I like, mean, what can you do? What? I mean, like, like the dogs and cats. <laughs> like, that's the best part, obviously. Any animal that's there, I'm like, yes. Um, I used to foster, and really just getting to know all these different dogs' personalities was amazing. What is wait? What is fostering look like? like a, you would take animals from the shelter home and let yes, them stay there. Yeah. So um, if they were overcrowded, or if there was some kind of like one time their AC broke, and so they didn't want to keep a lot of the older dogs there. Oh wow! Different things like that. I would take them home, and I would take care of them. I live out in Fort Worth right now, mm-hmm. and and I may be I'm probably butchering this, but I do remember seeing something Rebecca told me. Like I guess the animal shelter over in Fort Worth, they were doing like this kind of like come take a pet home, try it out type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess that's normal. You're shaking your head. I guess that's normal. I was like, why, yeah. why would you do that? <laughs> you know? Like, what happens if they don't bring back the pet? Like, well, I don't know. It just, I mean, then it, it has a home. So exactly. Congrats, yeah. You did it. <laughs> yeah. So it was really cool. But yeah, I would, I would love to, to get more involved in, in things like that. Yeah. Um, Taking it back to, to art for a little bit, we kind of had this conversation because I, I was telling you about this. I was like, yeah, we've been talking about the Oscars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you were just like, yeah, I ain't about the Oscars. Yeah, and, I don't like the Oscars. And I totally get it. So because we, I was talking with um, my friend Dylan and Jordan, they were on a couple weeks ago. And me and Dylan grew up together. We used to do like an Oscar pick and we would watch all the stuff mm-hmm, like that. But even mm-hmm. we talked about how like, man, animation just gets snubbed <gasps> and it seems like it's a popularity contest. <sighs> um, and it's like, of course, those are on there. And then, you know, but it's like they got two categories feature animation and then the short animation yeah. and like and that's it um so i want to talk to you a little bit about the annies which has already happened and they already won um but how did you feel about spider-man into the spider-verse winning essentially the best picture of the year i was really relieved um i don't know if you remember a few years ago but lego movie which is a really similar <laughs> sort of creative vibe as spider-verse it wasn't even nominated for the oscars exactly um, and it, it i think if i remember correctly it ended up winning the annies and wasn't even nominated for the oscars 
Um, animation is in a really awkward place right now. Um, basically, you know, back in the the Renaissance, um, the animation Renaissance during the 90s, um, suddenly there was a lot more money to be had in animation. Mm -hmm. And so ever since that time, they've started going more into formulas, playing things safe, um, not taking as many risks. Um, and so it's been in a really bad slump for a long time. I mean, like, like I said, um, just not a lot of um, creative challenges are being done. So, so why, why is that though? Like, why why is why is everybody playing it safe? Money. Okay. Why else? <laughs> but yeah, that's sad. That's um, and another big part of it too is that anytime um, a medium starts changing, mm -hmm. like for instance, entertainment, we started seeing the rise of computers and video games mm -hmm. and stuff like yeah. that. We saw that um, a few decades ago whenever TV was introduced. Um, you start seeing, um, you know, kind of the narratives and the creative types start. Um, testing out these new mediums and it often throws a lot of the big studios for a loop mm -hmm. um, they kind of get stuck in their rut while the rest of the industry is changing and so we're going to see a lot of really big changes in the next few years but for now a lot of the big names are absolutely stuck in this horrible creative process where you see the same things even the same designs repeated yeah, over and over sure. and it's frustrating as somebody who cares yeah definitely <laughs> but, okay so what did you love about spider because I, I love the movie yeah for probably not the same reasons. I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure I can appreciate, but like, what were some of the animation things that, who's doing it right? Like, who is pushing the envelope? Sure. And like, what is the next thing that sure. we should look for? Um, I, I, I couldn't even tell you what the next thing is. I think interactivity, um, you know how we're starting to see like cinematic universes mm -hmm. and um, things that are releasing like really good video games at the same time as movies and yeah. TV shows. Like, you know, like they've got all of these different things. So I think interactivity is really the next step that we're seeing a lot of animation and cartoons in general take. Um, but um, going back to Spider-Verse, um, that is one of the things I loved about it was that it was a big step forward for animation while still being a good movie. Yeah. You don't always get that. No, for sure. Uh -huh. I, I went back like... I, I enjoy movies, but in the past mm -hmm. couple of years, like I really don't go as often. I usually yeah. I'll, I'll wait for them and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I, but I've saw that thing three times. Yeah, <laughs> within within a week. Yeah, <laughs> because it was that good. It was so good. And so I mean, I know we we we're giving the Oscars a hard time. I do hope no, it but wins. they deserve it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, because there's other you know. I feel like Incredibles two was just a cash grab. Like it it, it tickled the nostalgia in, mm -hmm. in me. Like it, uh -huh. it checked that box. But mm -hmm. I was like, man, thirteen. 14 years, meh, yeah. whatever. And there's there's some other ones. Uh, the the Wreck It Ralph sequel, yeah. um, I think, is nominated as well. And so, mm -hmm. um, but that's cool. who were some of your your heroes of, of animation? Um, that's honestly a fair question. I, I know I mentioned my background a little bit earlier, but I was a lot older whenever I started pursuing animation. Really? Yeah, I was. So you can pick it up late. Yes, you really can. Yeah. Art is one of those things that you can be. You know, like I said, my oldest student's in his 80s. Um, mm -hmm. You can be well into your lifespan and. Be like let's do art now yeah. it's one of the cool things about it um where was it going oh yes okay so um i, I didn't really grow up with a lot of these heroes so it was whenever i was an adult and started learning about kind of the processes that a lot of artists had mm -hmm. to go through that i really started looking up to people um so the first person that jumped to my mind was glenn Keane. Okay. um he's an absolutely fantastic guy he led bible studies while he was the head of, head of animation at disney really yeah oh yeah he's still out there still making some really cool work what are some of the works that people like would, would sure. know that he was um, involved so in? he did um he designed an animated little mermaid um like ariel Really? He did Beast. Um, so in that golden age, he, did he was Radigan. there. Yeah, I'm trying to remember some of his other really big things. I mean, he designed Rapunzel um, and did a lot of work on her. I absolutely love his work on Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. Um, he's done a lot of really cool stuff. That's um, really cool. Yeah. I'm playing through Kingdom Hearts right now. And uh -huh. two nights ago, I did the Arendelle world. Uh -huh. And so I was like, it was really cool watching... 
the animation in this game because I'm like, am I watching the movie or is it? it anyway, yeah. that's a total side note. We're, but it, we're getting to that point where it's all starting to merge. It really is. Uh-huh. I played the I played the, uh, the the Caribbean world this today, uh-huh. and I was like, pretty sure I just played a movie. <laughs> yeah, like it's that. Good. Remember, I mentioned that interactivity is kind of the next step. It really that's was. really where it's the going. The funny thing was, is I was. Like in in between the worlds, and I know I'm going down this tangent of Kingdom Hearts yeah. three, and I am exposing myself as the gamer that I am not ashamed of being. Yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I watched like 20 minutes of just like cutscenes that I would have slight interactions with. And Rebecca comes in, she's like, "When's the last time you played?" And I was like, "I don't know, but I'm loving this. I'm loving it." That's a so good description much. of Kingdom Hearts in general, anyways. Yeah, for sure. Um, there was one. Uh, like so, so whenever we were in it, because I think when you jump into something, and this is something I do enjoy, anything that I jump into as an adult that I had little to no exposure as 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 a child, mm-hmm. like catching up on the history of yeah. that is something extremely cool. And so I, I had read, um, oh gosh, it was the the Pixar book. Um, oh, um, I believe I know which one you're talking. I own like all of the books. So it, I think it, I was, uh, it was like Creativity Inc. Okay. That one was really cool. And it really just seeing, you know, there was a little bit of history of like the art itself, but mm-hmm. just like watching the history of Pixar come up yes. and seeing all these things. I love listening to podcasts that talk about like, mm-hmm. you know, you have it like Arcadeology and stuff like that. And it's video games, but I just love catching up on the history of these things yes. and animation. Um, and I think it's fine to tie in animation with video game history because yeah. you are animating while you're making That's video good. games. Okay. It's definitely got a different mindset. I'm trying to make sure I didn't offend you and I was like trying to keep those separate. I was like, I don't want to accept. I already called her an artist when I think no, I should have called her no. something different. No, I, even, I even said that, you know, like like video games are becoming part of that entertainment media that we're seeing kind of envelop that whole interactivity thing. Um, a lot of studios are now kind of dipping their fingers in both. So it's, it's normal. You if you were just to go off the wall, like what's something you would just love to see take off? You mean like, um, like in terms of me making it or in terms of other people making it? Uh, both others, maybe. Okay, you know what? I okay. Here's the dream right now. Yeah. A time traveling archaeologist. I just want to be an anthropologist <laughs> so bad, and I want to be able to time travel and see how things actually change in history. So like being able to like like do something where you get to like you know just like you know, like tip a cup over and see how that like affects things. I, they need to make video games about that. And that kind of storytelling has become a big deal. Because like you, butterfly effect type? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, but the Even words. just like being able to like grow a culture. Like, let's see what happens. Um, oh, so that's the current dream. Mm-hmm. I want them to make that. Before that, it was a movie or a video game about a friendly zombie. They made a few of those. And now I'm into some kind of anthropology, time traveling, archaeology thing. That, that mm-hmm. would be pretty. You should just go do it. Yeah, I could. I've looked into it. It's a lot of work. Yeah. I don't know if you've been following. Um, there's been a ton of independent creators recently. For sure. Yeah. Um, we've got everybody from Cave Story, Undertale, Stardew Valley. Now we're looking at um, SPA Studios over in Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of smaller people who are doing some really fantastic work. Yeah. A lot of it is much more old school or using really creative methods. Um, so I've looked into it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, I'm going to let them do that. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe in five years you guys will see You know, time-traveling archaeologists. Maybe like, Wow. You mentioned Undertale. Have you played Deltarune yet? I have not. I have, actually, I haven't even played Undertale. Really? I know. I just want to sit down and, like, play it. You know, I'm, like, a grown-up now. I never have time. <laughs> I don't. I can't just, like, play it over, like, summer break. Uh, let me ask you one more question just in regards to animation. Like, sure. what's one of your all-time favorites? Just 
animated feature Things. film. Oh, it's The Lion King. The Lion King, really? Yeah, no, here's the deal. I don't know if you knew this, but Lion King was stolen yeah. from Kimba the White Lion. Yeah, for sure. Have you watched the Honest trailer? I, well, I've recently <laughs> been re-watching Kimba, and I didn't realize just how much Disney stole, and I'm I'm really sad about it. It was my first time watching Kimba, and I just, I didn't know. But I still love The Lion King. It, but it's, it's a cool story. Like, I mean, it was like that project that was like started and stopped and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, so basically, um, that was during the time that Disney was working on a lot of things, and they kind of just like put the B team on it. Mm-hmm. It was like the people yeah. they didn't expect to do well, the interns, the students, the people who like, they were like, mm, you're fine. And so, um, as well as the people who were really passionate about mm-hmm. the project, they were like, I want to do lions instead of Pocahontas. And so Disney put all of their time and resources and money into Pocahontas and just let everybody else do this Lion King thing. And now we know how it happened. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I love the Lion King and it's such a Jesus message. What do you like, mean by that? Well, you know how like um, Mufasa died on the same tree that Simba was going oh. to, and then he lived in the clouds, and he's like, "I live in you." Um, whenever I was final, I was doing my big final paper for mm-hmm. my Greek um, class. You know, it was like. 30-page paper that we had to submit, and we had to do a presentation. And for the start of it, I just played the um, the clip of Mufasa talking to Simba from the clouds. Oh, and I was like, that's Simba. it. That's Ephesians <laughs> 2, 1 through 10. We did it. <laughs> Remember yeah. who you are. You have forgotten who you are, and so you've forgotten me. Yeah, God that's has good. to tell me that all the time. But yeah, like I said, there were, all, there were some wonderful Christian people who were like working at the studio at the time. Awesome. A lot of that genuinely was inspired mm-hmm. by these people who were pursuing God. Um, so I, I'm just a big fan of a lot of those guys. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thanks again to Hannah for swinging by today and geeking out with me. If you're interested in checking out her work, you can follow her on Instagram at Hannah underscore K underscore McMullen. Also check out The Art House at studioarthouse.com for information on how you can jump into the world of art for yourself. Don't forget to rate and review our podcast and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Hope that y'all have a great day. We'll see y'all next week.